Did you miss Canty and Carlin? Ah, that conversation, that feels like a year ago, doesn't it, at this point? (laughs) That is very far from what is actually happening. And that was not even 48 hours ago. It's Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio. And on the ESPN app, we are presented by Progressive Insurance at 888-729-3776. 888-SAY-ESPN. We have had plenty of discussion around the Canty conundrum, as we will call it, in this first Thanksgiving as a married man, where that all of what you just heard was the plan, but the plan has not been executed. It has been changed because Canty's mom broke the huddle after she heard the play call and knew immediately, oh, hell no, we're not running that. And she brought a turkey to Thanksgiving. And not just a small turkey. She brought a large bird to Thanksgiving that now she expects to be served. And, Canty, we now sit waiting, just waiting to see how much pain you are going to be absorbing tomorrow when you have to try to make a decision about the turkey, about the duck, and how you cannot win in all of this. Yeah, Carlin, this reminds me of what Mike Tyson said about plans. Everybody's (laughs) got a plan until you get hit in the mouth. Everybody's got a plan until mom asks you to pull a turkey out of the trunk. And a turkey, mind you, that's the size of a 60-inch flat-screen TV. I thought it was a dead body when I pulled it out of the trunk. That's how big the turkey is. So I don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. She's adamant about wanting to oven roast the turkey. But, Carlin, we've got three ducks and a ham that need to go in the oven, too. So something's got to give in this one. And and both sides are not backing down. So I feel like I'm going to be the one that gets caught in the middle. This is is not about turkey. This is not about logistics. This is not about, well, you should serve this and then that. No. This is a staking of territory. You, you know what I wish, Carlin? I wish I was playing in the Thanksgiving Day game. That's what I wish. <laughs> I wish I, so I don't have to worry about this. I wish I was playing in the Thanksgiving Day game so I wouldn't be around to have to make that call. It's Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio. We'll get back to this in a bit, plus more of your calls on what Canty should possibly do here. I have offered the opinion that there is no way to win this battle. All he needs to do is limit the damage that he will sustain over the next four days. And that is a solid, solid plan. But I digress. Let's get to some actual football. Canty, we've got three awesome games on Thanksgiving, the best slate that I can remember on Thanksgiving in quite some time. And I look at the highlight of this slate to be the Giants and Cowboys at 4 o'clock Eastern tomorrow, the second game of the three. And what's amazing to me is that there is automatically a thought, uh, and I understand what the injury situation is for the Giants, but a 10-point a spread in this game that the Cowboys are favored by off of their 40-3 to drubbing last week, Canty, Giants can go into Dallas and win this game outright because over the years, this is one of those classic scenarios where it's a big game, and the Cowboys fold up in that big game. Yeah, that 10-point spread is a little bit heavy for me, Carlin, considering that this is a division rivalry. And you're talking about both teams having seven wins through the first 
11 weeks of the season. So I, I don't see that big of a disparity between the Giants and the Cowboys. Now, the Cowboys are much more used to playing on Thanksgiving Day, obviously, than the Giants are. But Brian Dayball has done a great job of managing situations for this team throughout the entirety of this season. So I fully expect that the Giants are going to bounce back from their worst performance of the season against the Lions this past Sunday. And I fully expect that the Cowboys team we saw show up in Minnesota will not be the team that's playing in Texas Stadium tomorrow. So I I think this is going to be a more closely contested game than most people think it would be. Uh, Although I will say the Cowboys, when they bring their A game, they're better than the Giants. I can see a path to victory for the New York Giants, and I expect for the Cowboys to get their best punch tomorrow. Here is Dak Prescott on one of the things that could come out of the game tomorrow. The fact that the winner of this game may not just be winning the game, they may be winning an inside track on Odell Beckham Jr. So here's Dak from yesterday on what OBJ would add. Yeah, I mean, we're playing like that, and you're able to add a talent like uh, like Odell. Um, that, that can be special. Obviously, that just creates more weapons uh, for not only me, but for this offense, for the play caller, uh, and more things for the defense to worry about. So, uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, we're, we're getting them in. Hopefully, uh, everything's going going great in the recruiting process. Uh, he knows how much I've, I've won him here, uh, and a lot of these guys in this locker room I've seen have reached out on their own in, in different ways to make sure that uh, yeah, he understands that this is a team that he can help, and we want him to come help. I'll be absolutely stunned if Odell ends up anywhere but Dallas. Stunned. Mm-hmm. Well, here's what I'll say, Carlton. With Odell, it's about putting himself in position to be able to you know, build up his market value going into the 2023 offseason because no team is going to commit to a long-term contract right now for Odell. They don't know what he is or what he isn't coming off of what is his third knee reconstruction in his football career. So there's going to be a lot of show and prove. And so I think for Odell, it's about making sure that you find a place where you can not only show well in the month of December in regular season games, but you have an opportunity at an extended playoff run. The more games, the larger the sample size, the more teams can believe in your ability to be an impact player moving forward. So – Yeah, I think this game goes a long way, Carlin, because whoever wins this game has the opportunity to not only be firmly entrenched in the wild card picture, but to also compete for the NFC East crown and, dare I say, the number one overall seed in the conference. Whoever loses this game is relegated to fighting for their wild card lives with the likes of the Seattle Seahawks and the Washington Commanders. Remember, this is not a foregone conclusion that the Dallas Cowboys are going to make the playoffs, especially if they lose on Turkey Day. So this is this is high stakes when it comes to the Dallas Cowboys trying to take care of their business in this ballgame. Okay, but Canty, wouldn't you agree that the best place for Odell to achieve all of what he wants is Dallas? I mean, I, I'd rather have Dak throwing me the football than Daniel Jones. Not that Jones has been bad. He hasn't. But... Uh, the Cowboys can run the ball, as we know that the uh, clearly uh, Saquon Barkley and the Giants can. Mm-hmm. But when I look at everything else, I look at weather, I look at situation as a whole, uh, I would much rather be where Odell would be a lot more comfortable, I think, coming off of yet another knee injury. It feels like Dallas is the best place for him and the best place where he can have the most success. Well, I think Dallas as a team has more upside than the Giants. I could see the Dallas Cowboys making it to the Super Bowl. 
but I can also acknowledge that there is the remote possibility that the Dallas Cowboys don't make the playoffs, Carlin. And to me, that's what it's all about. You got to be but, in but the But is dance. it strictly about that since he's already got a ring? No, but uh, it's, it's it's about the games, the number of games that he has to play, Carlin. He's mm-hmm. got to show well. Like, the more games that he plays, the more opportunities for people around the National Football League to realize his value and for him to land what will probably be his last big payday of his professional sports career. So I, I, I look at it from the standpoint of which team gives me the opportunity to play more games down the stretch. And I would say definitively, the team that wins this game on Thanksgiving Day has a better shot of doing it than the team that loses this game. I, 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 as I said, I'll be shocked if he ends up anywhere but Dallas, even if they were to lose this game. I think they're still a really – Well, Carlin, here's the thing. The Cowboys have not made it a secret that they want him. So if it was that cut and dry, if it was that simple of a decision, wouldn't Odell have, would have signed already? Yeah. Wouldn't this be done? So clearly there, there, there is some back and forth in his camp about what's going to end up being the better situation. But as you let more of the season unfold, you get a better idea of what the picture is going to be, a clear picture in terms of who's going to be the playoff contenders and who could potentially be on the outs. Canty and Carlin presented by Progressive Insurance. Last night, Ben Simmons, he delivered in his return to Philadelphia for the fans there, but uh, for his own team? They didn't really get it done themselves. It's next on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Did you miss Canty and Carlin? It wasn't too bad for Ben Simmons early. He played pretty well, but then he kind of disappeared like the Nets did in Philadelphia last night. It's Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio and on the ESPN app. Tim Bontemps, ESPN NBA reporter, joins us in just a moment. First of all, here is Ben Simmons last night on what he thought of the reception he got in Philadelphia. Were you expecting it to be worse? I thought it was going to be louder. Yeah. You thought it was going to be louder? Yeah, I He thought it was going to be louder. Tim, uh, you know, 
we certainly thought that he was going to hear it plenty, but at the same time, considering the Sixers weren't playing anybody last night, the bigger concern has to be the Nets and the way they perform, does it not? Yeah, I mean, I actually think Ben uh, was right in that I think most people expected it to be louder than it was. I really didn't think it was that bad in terms of how the fans came after him in the game. But, yeah, I mean, much a much bigger concern of the Nets is not how Ben Simmons was treated by the fans in Philly. It's the fact that they had a pathetic effort in that game, defensively in particular, and lost a game to a team missing those three leading scores when, they shot, uh, when the Nets shot 55% from the field. Like, it, it really should not be possible – for that scenario of events to play out and for you to lose the game. And I, I think it just underscores the, the fundamental problems this team has had, you know, and I thought we're going to have coming into the season where they just don't have a lot of defensive talent. They have no size and they don't play with consistent effort. And you put those three things together. It's hard to have a quality NBA defense. And if you don't have a quality NBA defense, I don't care how good your offense is. You just can't be seen as a, a realistic threat to do much of anything, which is why the Nets are, you know, hovering around 500 and, you know, nowhere near where a lot of people thought they were going to be. Tim, you brought up the defense for the Brooklyn Nets, and we all know that the defensive possession ends when you get the rebound. And last night the Nets were out-rebounded by the Sixers, and the Sixers dominated in second-chance points. So I'm sitting there looking at the pieces that this Nets team have. Just what exactly is the ceiling on this team if you're going to continue to see the effort that we've seen through the first 18 games for Brooklyn? I mean, they're a first-round playoff exit team. I mean, that's what they've been since the, the offseason. It's what they're going to be, uh, you know, barring, you know, a really favorable matchup with catastrophic injuries uh, in the playoffs. I mean, they're, they're not a threat to me to do anything real, uh, barring some kind of seismic change in either the way they play or, more importantly, the composition of the roster. I mean, they just don't – they have literally no size – they have no, they have very little defensive talent. And again, they just don't have very many guys to play with consistent effort at that end of the court. It's just, they're just not going to be a very good defensive team. I mean, look, I understand people look at them and see their talent, just expect them to be good. But, you know, this is a lot like the Laker conversation we sort of inevitably keep having. And I'm not, I don't mean, I know, Kenny, you're obviously a Laker fan. I'm not saying that about you, but just in general, the conversation about both these teams is like, What's it, what's it going to take to fix the Nets? What's it going to take to fix the Lakers? At the end of the day, the teams are just not that good. And, you know, the evidence just keeps pointing you in that direction. And people can yell to their blue in the face that that's not actually what it is. But, you know, I look at the results and the evidence in front of me. When it comes to the Nets, the evidence in front of me is just, there's very little reason to believe this team is any kind of serious threat to do anything. And until a lot of things change in Brooklyn, my position on that isn't going to change. Tim Bontemps, ESPN NBA reporter, joining Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio. Tim, what happened to KD last night? I mean, just 14 shots. I mean, I think what happened was, you know, I mean, Kyrie is out there, so he's going to take some shots. And, you know, look, the, the Sixers were flying around trying to sell out to, um, to, to keep Kevin from getting some shots. So, you know, other guys got looks. But, look, guys, at the end of the day, the Nets shot 55% from the field. Right. Mm. Like I know Kevin didn't get to 25 points last night, but like the offense wasn't the problem in that game. It's not why they lost. They lost because they let a team without the three leading scores get a billion offensive rebounds and a billion second chance points and outlook them in every facet of the game and beat them. Like that's the bottom line. Like Kevin was fine. He could have took some more shots, but he's never been a guy that's going to take 30 shots in a game anyway. Right. That's just not how he plays. He gets everybody involved, does his things. 
the end of the day, he was fine on offense, and they were good on offense. It was the other end of the court that caused them to lose that game the way they did. Tim, I know you're in Boston for the Celtics-Mavs game right now, on, which is on ESPN tonight. I, I got to ask you, what, what you're seeing from Jason Tatum and Luka Doncic, it feels like both of these guys are clearly taking that next step in their game. What is it that you're seeing from them in the early going that 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 has you, uh, I guess, optimistic about what these guys can potentially do in terms of leading their team to a championship? Yeah, I mean, look, they're just continuing – Candy to, to do the things they've done in recent years, right? I mean, these are these have been two of the best players in the world for a couple of years now, and they're just doing more of that. I mean, there's a reason both of these guys were first-team All-NBA talents last year. There's reasons why both of them came into the season as realistic uh, contenders to be the MVP of the league, and there's a reason why we're 20% of the way through the season, and both of them are somewhere in the top five, right up there with you know, Yastin Akupo and the other guys at the top of the list for that award. So, um, you know, nothing they've done has really surprised me, to be honest, in any respect. I think they're just both continuing to be two of the, the, the really supreme talents in the game today. And I'm, I'm really excited to see um, this game tonight. I mean, last year, the game between these two teams here went down to the last shot. Um, Spencer Dinwiddie hit a three on the wing off a of Luka Pass, I think six seconds to go on Sunday afternoon on ABC to win the game. And the game in Dallas, Luka hit a crazy step back to win the game uh, early in the season when the Celtics are struggling. So, um, you know, I, if I'm I, as, a, as a neutral observer, I'm just hoping we get another game like that tonight. I'll be pretty happy if we do. Uh, Tim, last one. You are married, correct? I, I am. That's yeah. an interesting lead in. Well, here's, here's Canty running into a problem. Interested to get your take quickly. <laughs> it's bigger than the Lakers' okay. problem, Tim. It's so much it's bigger big than the problem. Lakers' oh, problems. That's a, that's a big problem then. Now yes. I'm really curious to see where this is going. This dwarfs Russell Westbrook. That's what it does. Um, <laughs> it is his first year uh, as a married man at Thanksgiving. There was, a, just to give you the cliff notes, there was an initial plan at uh, his house that his wife was making three ducks and a ham, and there was not to be a turkey. Wow. And that, that plan was uh, discussed with Canty's mother. Uh, last night, uh, his mother showed up with a turkey. This is clearly a territorial <laughs> situation. Uh, Tim, lay out for Canty what his strategy is here, uh, knowing that he has three ducks in front of him, a, a ham, a turkey, but more importantly, two women looking to stake their claim. I mean, listen, if you're making if you're making three ducks and a ham, there there ought to be room for a turkey. So I would say just the more the merrier for everybody. That's what I would say. The one thing if you're saying, Hey, we're gonna have duck and I'm gonna make a duck and here's the duck and here's our meal, and then somebody shows up with a turkey. But you got I mean, I know you're a big fella, Canny, but you you have three ducks and a and a ham on the table. I think you could just fit the turkey alongside it and say, Hey, there's a little bit of room for everybody here to have what they want. I, I mean, to me, that seems like a pretty simple problem to fix. Well, the problem is there's also only, what, two ovens involved there's here? Only two, there's only two ovens, <laughs> but there's only one of me, Carlin, and they're both going to be looking at me <laughs> to see what I put on my plate. Is it going to be the duck or is it going to be the turkey? And well, therein lies the rub. Again, you're not, a, you're not a small guy. You can have some both. Come on. Yes, but you easy. and I – but you and I both understand there's going to be a lot of eyes as to where he goes first. 
<laughs> a lot of eyes on that situation. Tim, appreciate it. You didn't really help here. I'm not going to lie, but thanks very much. Hey, I mean, like I said, to me, it's a simple one. Just have somebody <laughs> each and, and move along with your day. That's what I would say. You fellas have a good holiday, though. Yeah. Good catch yeah, up with Tim, you as always. Yeah, Tim's also lucky because the next day he'll be, you know, on the road in Chicago for the Bulls' heat. So that exactly. won't be a problem he'll have to deal with very much. Exactly. <laughs> I have the whole weekend to stew in it with both of my wife and my mom. So, yeah. Canty and Carlin presented by Progressive Insurance. NBA doubleheader tonight on ESPN. Mavs, Celtics, 730. Clippers, Warriors. 10 p.m. Eastern Time, and NBA Countdown starts at 7 p.m. Eastern on ESPN Radio. An amazing, amazing Thanksgiving slate of NFL games tomorrow, and we've got the only thing that can make it even better next on ESPN Radio. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Feeling like you need a marketing degree and an extra day in your week to successfully market your small business? Let Constant Contact do the heavy lifting for you. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has powerful tools that make it easy to grow your audience, engage your customers, and sell more to boost your business. Now, in just a few clicks, you can launch a marketing campaign that's tailored to your business and goals. That includes email, social, SMS, and more. So you can sell more, raise more, and fast-track your business growth. Plus, you can always count on Constant Contact's award-winning customer support for guidance along the way. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Constant Contact. Helping the small stand tall. Yo, check this out from Canty and Carlin. Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio. I don't know when America is going to get over its obsession with a a bland, flightless bird that we have every year with this turkey tomorrow. I'm just... Why, why do we why do we do it to ourselves, Carlin? That's the part that I don't understand. Why do we try to convince ourselves once a year that we actually like turkey? I don't know. I don't like know. by itself. Like turkey on a sandwich. Okay, I understand. I get it. It's okay. Whatever. Yeah. But why do we try to convince ourselves that we like sliced turkey just by itself? I don't know. Why, you know why do I we like? do that? We Here's don't. What I like flavor. There's no flavor to turkey. No. I mean, where where would you rank turkey in terms of the poultry that you would rather have? Where does it rank? Dead last. I mean, it's, yeah, exactly. It's dead last. I mean, I'm, yeah. I'm taking chicken and duck over turkey all day, every day. Right. Is there any other poultry? I don't think so. I don't think so. Maybe we're missing something. Yeah, You're not know. fancy, though. I'm not. Yeah, there's no other birds to eat. Ostrich? I don't know. Is that poultry? Who who's, knows? Who's having ostrich? I've never had it. I don't know. Okay. Geese? I've never had it either. Yeah. Wild goose? Is that something? I don't know. I mean, it seems like it's in the duck family. They both quack. Yeah, that's a fair point. Yeah. Um, I, I, at this point, I don't understand why we continue to hang on to this. I have always wished that I was part of an Italian family for an Italian Thanksgiving where there's everything on 
the table. And I could go all sides all day, but that's a that's a whole other discussion because, you know, so often the game is the turkey, right? Mm-hmm. But the props, they're the sides, Canty. They're the sides. Yes, yes. And we love, we love the sides. We're not afraid to tell you when we got something right. Wow, you were right. Or wrong. That was terrible. It's time to give props. And what we're going to do is give you some props to play tomorrow. Evan Wilner, our producer, shall host as we give Thanksgiving Day prop bets. Go. You guys taking Josh Allen to throw an interception in the first game of the day, Bills-Lions, can't he? Yes. Yes, I'm taking Josh Allen to throw an interception. The Detroit Lions defense over the last three games, their three-game winning streak, they have seven takeaways. The Lions overall are plus six in turnover margins. So, yeah. I'm taking Josh Allen to throw a pick. There's only been two games where the Buffalo Bills offense didn't turn the football over, and one of them happened last week against the Browns. I don't think it's going to happen two weeks in a row. Josh Allen throws a pick. Uh, I think he probably does, too. Uh, As much as he needs to cut them out, I would be surprised if he did not throw an interception at some point tomorrow, even though I expect the Bills to win this game and to cover. That's just me. Next. Jamal Adams over under 13 and a half rushing attempts, Carlin. Jamal uh, Adams is not playing. He's playing running back. Jamal Williams. Did I say yeah. Jamal oh, okay. Adams? Jeez. You said yeah. Jamal Adams. What's yeah. in this coffee? All your jet disappointments on the brain right now. Um, here's the thing. I, I got to go over here, and I hate to do it because I'm a DeAndre Swift owner, but that has really gone awry this season. Jamal Williams has really grabbed control of that situation. I'd go over there, can't you? Yeah, I'm going over two, Carlin, in the last three games, three Lions wins. Jamal Williams, 24 rush attempts, 16 rush attempts, and 17 rush attempts. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, I'll go over 13 and a half. Thank you, please. Next. Gabe Davis over under 13 and a half receptions for the Bills, Carlin. I mean, three and a half receptions. Yes. Uh, I'm about to say under on 13 and a half. I'll take take the under. (laughs) That's easy money. Um, I'll take the under. You know, I, I, I like the over there. I, I think Gabe Davis could have four catches tomorrow. I, I don't yeah. think that would be a problem at all. You? Yeah, I'm with you on that one. I'll they take can't stop one. the pass, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, the, the, Lions, the Lions defense can't really stop anybody except yeah. the Giants offense. So, yeah, I'll, I'll take the over on that. Next. Yeah, let's see if I can get this one right. Saquon Barkley over under 71 and a half rushing yards. Oh, yes. oh run. Don't walk and take the over. Oh. It's free money. Saquon Barkley is coming off of his season-low touches and yards from scrimmage. You better believe Brian Daybowl is going to feed him. Also, no Wondell Robinson. He's out with the torn ACL. It's going to be the Saquon Barkley show all game long. Over. Yeah, that's a, that's a no-brainer. Everything that Canty just said, I can't say any better. If you don't bet the over on 71 and a half rushing yards, I don't want to know you. That's what it boils down to. Next! Tony Pollard over under two and a half receptions, Carlin. Uh, I'd go over, especially off of last week. I think that they will try to keep him as involved in the pass game as they can. I'd be shocked if he didn't have three catches tomorrow. Yeah, I'm with you on that one. I'm going over. And you can see with Zeke back in the lineup, the Cowboys are using Tony Pollard more in the passing game. So I I like over two and a half receptions for him tomorrow. Next. Dalvin Cook over under 91 and a half total yards, Canty. I'm going to go under 
I don't think that Bill Belichick is going to let Dalvin Cook or Justin Jefferson beat him, and that's a stingy front seven from that Patriots defense. So I'm going to go over, I mean under, on Dalvin Cook, 91.5 total yards from scrimmage. You know, I'll take the over because I think the focus is more going to be on Jefferson. We always talk about this. What does he do? Take away your best weapon, your best option. I think Jefferson is the better option right now. I think between the two, he will get over 91.5 yards. Last, yeah, last one. You got, you mentioned it, Justin Jefferson, Carlin, over under six and a half receptions then for Justin Jefferson tomorrow, Carlin. Can't you, this really just boils down to how good I think he is, and I think he's amazing. Uh, six and a half feels like a big number. I think I'm going to take the under. I think I'll go under six and a half receptions here. It kills me to do it because I I, I think he's the best you know, Jamar Chase has been out for a while. He's the best receiver in the league. Justin Jefferson is. Yeah, I think they're going to limit his opportunities to impact the game. I still think he does have a couple of explosives, but I'm with you. Overall, it's going to be under six and a half catches. Bill Belichick ain't going to let them go to that well very often. There are your Thanksgiving Day props. You're welcome. Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio. And it may be Thanksgiving, Canty, but that doesn't change anything. What do we do? We help people make money. Exactly. And you know what's coming. The primetime parlay. It's a Thanksgiving special on the way. Plus, our ESPN Radio Pick'em Challenge picks as we are climbing our way back. A slow ascent. Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio. You can't miss Canty and Carlin. Pound for pound. The biggest show on ESPN Radio. Let's not waste any time. Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio, presented by Progressive Insurance. You know what it's time for. Time to earn some cash. The taste of money, the smell of wealth. It's Carlin's best play of the night. The taste of money. All right, Canty, we've got a Thanksgiving special for everybody. Yes, Carlin, and here's the thing. we got to make up for what happened last night. We let the people down last night. We did. We, we faded Ben Simmons, and, and we took the under on the game total points, and it didn't work out for us. It did not work out for us, yeah. but we're back at it. Your Thanksgiving Day parlay. Are we ready? Yeah, and we're going to help you make some holiday shopping cash, too. Where this, this goes this right. What we're trying to do. We're trying to set you up for your Black Friday right. and make sure we jumpstart your holiday shopping. That's what we're doing. And if we do that, you're covered. Trust me. Game one, Bills and the Detroit Lions. Josh Allen over two and a half touchdown passes. So Josh Allen to throw three touchdowns at least against the Lions. Game two, Giants and the Cowboys. Cowboys are 10-point favorites. Giants on the money line, plus 360. Hello, Canty and I both like the Giants to win outright. So Giants on the money line, game two. Game three, Patriots-Vikings. Vikings did not run the football enough last week, and they know it. They get back to Dalvin Cook this week. Dalvin Cook over 16.5 carries. Dalvin Cook over 16.5 carries. So it's Josh Allen over 2.5 touchdowns. Giants on the money line. Dalvin Cook over 16 and a half ca- uh, carries plus 2,010. In other words, Ooh. 
Ooh, that's got some one. juice to it. That is a Ooh. twenty to one three leg parlay. That's got some juice to it, and I'm not talking about that holiday cheer in my cup. That's got a lot of juice, oh, Carl. No, 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 no. It's a prime time parlay. That's right, baby. Enjoy it. All right, let's get to the ESPN Radio Pick'em Challenge. My friends, hit it back in the studio. Hit it. Are we supposed to say something here, guys? Oh, I just thought we were disclosure. supposed to play something. I don't know. Yeah, well, I'm doing. just going to keep playing this money. No, not enough O's not enough and smooth for the end of the show. That's on me. Uh, shocker right there. Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio. You ready? ESPN Radio Pick'em Challenge. All right. Game one, Bills minus nine and a half in Detroit. Canty, let's go. Oh, Carlin. It feels like we got to go with the Detroit Lions in this spot, don't we? It feels like it. Feels I, I like just, it. I, I just the, the nine and a half points. It's a big. It number. seems a little heavy for all that the Buffalo Bills have been through over the last week or so with the logistics, the travel, practice schedule being unsettled, guys dealing with illnesses. They rallied against the Cleveland Browns, but now they got to turn around a couple of days later and rally again on the road. I don't know, man. I, I like the Lions in the nine and a half. Hey, uh, yeah. guys. Uh, by the way, is this by chance the uh, thing you were looking for? It's a team, man. It's yes. a team. Okay, cool. One Let's let it play out. It. it takes all of it. ESPN Radio's Pick'em Challenge. There you go. Uh, we were 2-1 and one this past week, so you got the Lions plus 9.5. I'm going to ride with you. I, I the, What scares me is the late touchdown cover, but the Bills, uh, there's been an awful lot asked of them this week. And the Lions, they've won three in a row. Let's roll with the Ryan, Lions plus 9.5. Game 2 uh, Cowboys officially minus nine over the Giants, and we both love the Giants in this game. No doubt about it. I love the Giants. The one weakness for the Dallas Cowboys, their defense can't stop the run, Carlin. And what do we know about the New York Giants? They can run they the ball. They can run the football. And, Carlin, in their last two losses, their previous two losses, coming off of those losses in those games, they ran the ball 47 times and 44 times, respectively. Giants are going to give the Cowboys defense a heavy dose of Saquon mm. Barkley in the run game. Love, love, love the Giants in this game, plus yes. nine. And then finally, Patriots-Vikings tomorrow night. Vikings minus two and a half. Canty, I'm leaning New England here in this game. What do you got? I'm going to roll with you. The only thing that makes me have a little trepidation is the fact that the Vikings are an eight-win team that got embarrassed at home. Yeah. Uh, and so I, I think this time around, primetime game, another chance to show the nation what they're really all about. It'll be a closely contested game, but I'm with you. That Patriots defense is really, really good. Canty, when people show you who they are, believe them. Kirk Cousins, wow. 10 and 18, primetime. Fair point. Four fair and point. 12 against teams with winning records. That is what do the Patriots point. have? A winning that is record. a fair point. That is a fair point. That's, don't, tr- don't really trust Mac Jones, though. No, Just neither do that. I, but I like the Patriots in this spot. Let's go. We've got the Lions plus 9.5, Giants plus 9, Patriots plus 2.5. We're picking three underdogs tomorrow. How about that? Yeah, three underdogs. I mm. like it, Carlin. I like it. And what, all are, right. what do what? all these picks have in common? All of them the exact opposite of what Barton Hahn picked. Oh. Well, it worked out for us last week, right? It we went 2-1, fading Barton Hahn. I couldn't feel any better about it right now if I tried. 
So we're no longer in last place in the ESPN Pick'em Challenge. Is that correct? Evan, what, are, what is our standing at the moment? Uh, we are still in last, but there's a good thing. We are tied for last with Barton Hahn and Spain and Fitz. We are all 14, 17, and 2. Uh, well, we're at it. Freddie Fitzsimmons is leading one game ahead of Greeny, followed by KJM. Okay. We're building. This is basically the Eastern Conference in the mid-2000s, only two teams above 500. <laughs> oh, my God. Please don't ever tie in Dave Gettleman with us again. We're oh, building. yeah, I don't want to be like that. He's We're got building. computer folks and all of that stuff making his picks. I don't, I don't, I don't trust it. All right, let's see if we can get some uh, late advice for you here. Tammy is in Alabama on ESPN Radio. Tammy, what should Canty do with his conundrum? Hey, Canty, how you guys doing? Okay, so... First, Canty, this, to me, in my opinion, this is not a matter of winning, losing, or choosing. This is a matter of right and wrong. Um, you may not want to do it, but I think it's probably time that you pull mom aside and show mom that there's a right and a wrong, and mom right now is wrong. She will not like it, and it's okay, but she is, she's wrong. Because well, here's was- the problem, Tammy, and we got to go, and thanks for the call. Uh, I would vehemently disagree, Canty, because – I think confrontation is a bad thing at the holidays. <laughs> yeah, it's a bad thing at the holidays, but I like where Tammy is going. you got to have healthy boundaries, sure. especially with a new marriage. That's cute. That's cute that you think that you could pull that off in the next couple of days <laughs> in your first, uh, in your first uh, holiday as a married couple. Again, just deal with the damage. Limit it. Check out Canty and Carlin, weekdays on ESPN Radio.